remember Harvest Child, Free Will Baptist Child Care Ministry. Uh, we've been receiving offerings this month, and we will continue to the, uh, they got two more Sundays, good Lord willing. And if you are listening and you would like, you're not part of our church, but you'd like to give to that, then just go, you can either mail it to Post Office Box 163, Welcome, North Carolina, 27374, or you can uh, do it on tithely.com. We got a link set up on our website that you can do and just put in your notes uh, to the child uh, Harvest Child Care, uh, Harvest Free Will Baptist Child Care Ministry, and we'll make sure they get all of that to help them kids. So uh, let's just remember that tonight. I do continue to pray for Sister Ellen. Uh, she's got to have surgery, open heart surgery before too long. My wife's got to have some foot surgery the 3rd of March, so remember her. Also, Cindy Moorefield's recovering from foot surgery, so pray for her. Lisa's dad mom and her aunt, let's continue to remember them. Philip Walker, uh, let's continue to pray for him. Ed and Barbara, Lori's dad, Everett and Marie, let's remember them tonight. T Tammy Rich and her mom. Also, Deanna Hughes, Isaac Walker, uh, Janice Moore and her family. Uh, Glory Jean and Jerry, uh, my cousin Michael. Uh, he's, I think, 42 years old, and he's got. Uh, he had to go. They had sent him to the hospital. He's got something going on with his heart, uh, so uh, he's in ICU at a hospital in Tennessee. So just remember him, but they'll find out what's going on, be able to correct uh, what's going on with his heart. Also, the shut-ins, the sick, the lost, the churches, all the churches, those on Facebook, uh, those that have gotten slack, our church, our country, our leaders. A uh, special request has been brought to us, uh, those at the beach, uh, you know, that I was in the path of the hurricane, I mean, the, the tornado that uh, came through there the other night, let's remember them. Also, those that's got, it's already been uh, hammered by this storm, uh, systems that's come through Texas and uh, areas like that, so let's remember that and also pray that God will watch over us uh, during this time. Uh, you know what, ice is bad, but the power outages and the things of that nature, so let's just remember uh, one another tonight and let's just always remember to look unto the good lord and be the servants that he'd have us to be tonight so uh just pray for all those i know many's got requests tonight upon their heart uh so just remember her sister carolyn pardon let's remember her tonight as we pray uh god would just touch her and the many of our shut-ins uh, uh, you know they're going through things and a lot of times if we're not careful We'll, we'll, we'll put them aside and we, do, we need to pray for them because we never know when we might be that shut in and need somebody praying for us, calling and encouraging us and visiting us. So let's remember that tonight. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Ask God's blessings upon the service tonight. Father, we love you and we thank you for this wonderful day of life. We thank for Lord that we're able to call upon your name tonight. And I'm glad when we talk to you and we ask you uh, anything in the name of Jesus and believe it, we can receive it tonight. Uh, I'm so glad of that. There's many people that bow every day faithfully uh, uh, to a God that cannot hear them, a God that cannot help them. Uh, uh, but I'm glad we can bow our heads to a living God tonight, the only true uh, and living God tonight. And we can call upon your name uh, and they can be changes made because greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Uh, I just ask you tonight, bless our singer Lord, tonight, Sister Angel, she sings. Just give her the anointing. Uh, uh, Lord, just use her tonight. I pray, Lord, every, all the sound will go great. Uh, 
I pray for Brother Scott as he leads uh, up there uh, taking care of that. We thank you for that. Uh, and we just ask you, Lord, as we read the Scriptures and we preach upon it just a little while tonight, uh, uh, we pray, Lord, it would go out, Lord, all that we do tonight, all of us tonight, it would go out into the airways. Uh, and it will touch the hearts and lives of those that are listening tonight uh, uh, by way of Facebook and going to be listening later, Lord, to the podcast and Facebook. Uh, we just ask you tonight it will just accomplish that which you've set forth to accomplish tonight. Uh, and all the requests, Lord, have been mentioned and all the requests upon the people's hearts, uh, we just ask you right now to touch them needs tonight and be with us and watch over us uh, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ we all do pray. Amen and amen tonight. Sister Angel's going to come and sing us a few songs tonight. Then we're going to come back and bring the word. Just let's worship tonight. Uh, where you at? Worship the Lord tonight. And he'll, he'll honor you tonight for that worship. And to the grave he was laid out After three days in the garden tomb I could hear the angels sing As the lamb came forth as the lion And that lion became the king You won't find him again at that whipping post Standing there so meek And he won't be nailed to the rugged cross Through his hands and through his feet And there'll never be another cavalry Cause you don't have to prove one thing the day the lamb becomes the lion, and the lion became the king. See, Jesus left his splendor to live on earth with man, and by most he was rejected because he came forth as the lamb. But the day is soon approaching that every eye shall see. The Lamb, the Lion of Judah, has been crowned the King of Kings. You won't find him again at the whipping post, standing there so meek. And he won't be nailed to the rugged cross, through his hands and through his feet. And there'll never be another cavalry, cause he don't have to prove one thing. The day the land become the lion and the lion became the king. You won't find him again at the whipping post, standing there so meek. And he won't be nailed to the rugged cross, through his hands and through his feet. And there'll never be another cavalry, cause he don't have to prove one thing. The day the land become the lion and the lion became the king. Prisoner's chains 
same stripes. St. Paul and Silas prayed. They prayed all through the night. And in their pain, they begin to sing. Their chains were loosed and they were free. I bless your name. I bless your name. I give you honor. Give you praise. You are the life, the truth, the way. I bless your name. I bless your name. See some midnight hour. find that you're in a prison in your mind reach out and praise defy those chains and they will fall Thank you. 
step, then two, then a million more. See, Sunday morning, you, you walk the old floor to lift a song to heaven. Hear the praises ring. Let him use your life and hear the choir sing. Well done, well done, dear faithful one. Though the mountains are steep, your race is run to see the Father smile, Father and the Son. Well done, well done, dear faithful one. When pain is deep and grief is great, and you find it hard to make it through the day, just walk onward, soldier, for the gospel truth, for the crown and the glory. We'll be waiting for you at one fine day when time is through and you journey on to a land brand new to shout hallelujah as you walk through the gate. And feel the Savior's arms And hear the angel choir sing Well done, well done Dear faithful one Though the mountains are steep Your race is run To see the Father smile ministry through through the songs tonight and uh, if you have your bibles turn with us tonight the book of psalms chapter number 24 the book of psalms chapter number 24 there's 10 verses of scripture i'm going to read the 10 verses but i'm going to be uh taking my 
thought tonight from verses 4 and verses number 5, but I just felt like we need to read the whole uh, uh, Psalms tonight. It's the Psalms of David, and it's, God, it's God's right to the earth, and a lot of people think this is the only, but you know what? God, God's got the right to this earth because it says in Psalms uh, chapter number 24, as we begin a series tonight by the help of the Lord upon uh, having the heart of a servant tonight, having a heart uh, of a servant tonight. That's what we got to have, and we're going to learn the first step uh, in having a heart of a servant tonight. I believe there's three uh, uh, three sermons upon this tonight that we're going to be preaching upon, and uh, I don't know if we'll do it on Wednesdays or if we'll do it tonight, Sunday and Wednesday. I don't know yet, but we're going to be doing it uh, some way, somehow, the good Lord willing and leading that way tonight. But listen closely to the reading of God's Word tonight. As it says in verse number 1 of uh, Psalms chapter 24, it says, The earth is the Lord's, and the, full, the, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. That means everything. For he hath founded it upon the seas, uh, and established it upon the fl- floods, uh, who shall ascend? This is a this is a characters of character a character of God's people here. Who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, uh, who hath not lifted up his soul into vanity nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of, of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, uh, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be, li- be, be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king, uh, king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord uh, strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, uh, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, uh, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Uh, Selah, let us pray. Father, we love you tonight and we thank you, Lord, for the reading of thy precious word. We thank you for the prayer that we've already prayed. We thank you for the songs that's already been sung. Uh, uh, we thank you for the prayers that have already been heard and answered. For those you've heard and the answers on the way. Uh, uh, we thank you tonight, God, for the reading of thy precious word. Now as we go to time, Lord, it comes time for preaching. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any preaching done here tonight. If there's going to be any, Lord, anything done here tonight, it's going to be because of you. Uh, I pray, Lord, just take me and use, <coughs> use me for thy glory. Uh, and use me for thy honor. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. Speak the hearts and speak the lives. Uh, accomplish that which you set forth to accomplish this night. Uh, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we all do pray. Uh, uh, amen and amen tonight. Let's listen to what the Lord has to say unto us tonight. Uh, as we preach tonight on having the heart uh, of a servant tonight. And uh, uh, you know what? And having a heart of purity uh, is the first step tonight because to start this message tonight off, uh, I want to call our attention to a, a passage of Scripture, two verses uh, uh, found in the book of Romans, chapter number 12, verses 1 and verses number 2. Uh, it says, there, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of, of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, uh, uh, which is your reasonable service. Uh, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, uh, uh, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable uh, and perfect will of God tonight. So every person who is saved uh, is called upon uh, uh, to, be, uh, to serve the Lord tonight. Everyone that 
that is saved is to be a served and to serve the Lord. And what the word the word served tonight, a servant comes from the root of a word slave tonight. I think about that tonight. And the man's duty, the man, the main duty of every child of God in life is to be a servant tonight. To be a servant tonight, because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter twelve, verse thirteen and fourteen. Uh, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Uh, uh, fear God and keep His commandments, uh, for this is the whole duty of man tonight. Uh, uh, fear God and keep His commandments. Uh, and you know what? For God shall bring every work into judgment, uh, every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil tonight. Uh, uh, so the job, listen, the job you work at should be the sideline uh, uh, to keep uh, uh, you in business for the Lord tonight. Uh, uh, Jesus gave us the example of a servant of servanthood uh, as he washed the disciples' feet uh, in St. John chapter 13 tonight. He gave us the example uh, of servanthood tonight. So the greatest uh, the greatest safe person uh, uh, tonight uh, will be one uh, who is a servant tonight. Uh, uh, think about that tonight. No matter where we work, uh, uh, what we do in life, our main occupation should be uh, uh, serving the Lord tonight. That ought to be our number one priority in life uh, is the ser- in serving the Lord tonight. Uh, I said tonight I want with this thought, I want to deal with this thought tonight of uh, having a heart of purity tonight. Uh, if we are going to be a servant of God, we must first uh, uh, listen first uh, God must first have our heart. Uh, you know what? When He has our heart, He ought to have it totally uh, uh, dedicated and pure uh, so that He can do a work uh, uh, through us tonight. God cannot do a work through us unless we give our heart to Him totally uh, and dedicated and pure. Uh, you know what? The, uh, the, the pure in heart shall see God tonight. I uh, uh, So you think about that tonight. we got to have a pure heart. Uh, uh, the pure heart produces... Uh, a spiritual walk tonight. Uh, I think about that. You can be, you can be saved and not have the spiritual walk that you need with God. That's true. You say, preacher, how can that be? We're going to get there. But spiritually tonight simply means uh, that we are seeking to be spiritually uh, in all of our conduct tonight. Uh, uh, we seek uh, for our talk uh, uh, to be spiritual, our walk to be spiritual, uh, and our labor to be spiritual, our overall uh, a lifestyle to be that which spirit, uh, is spiritual uh, and pleasing to the Lord tonight. Uh, our number one thing tonight, you know what, we try to please man, uh, uh, we try to please this and that, but we ought to be out our number one focus is uh, to be spiritual is out to please the Lord uh, and I promise you if you out to please the Lord uh, you're not going to make a lot of people happy tonight people ain't going to like you they're not going to care for you they don't want it because you know what the bottom line of spirituality uh, is that we believe uh, uh, what the, uh, uh, we be- that we as believers we want uh, uh, to serve the Lord uh, and the way the Lord the Lord's way and not our way how many times do we want to do it our way? We all do. But you know what? Spiritually tonight, we've got to realize we want to do it God's way. It ain't my way. It's God's way. Not everyone that is saved is spiritual. You Think about this tonight. The church of Corinth is a prime example of that. 
because Paul told the Corinthians there that they were not spiritual tonight and that the Bible the Bible bears that out as we read that account in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 1 through 3 when you talk about carnal tonight we're going to talk about carnal which means of the flesh of materially of worldly tonight and you think about that they live on milk tonight they not got to meet tonight because they cannot handle it he says the reason I'm saying they can be saved and not be spiritual tonight is because of what it says here I and I brethren who's a brother a brother and sister in Christ Paul addresses the Corinthian church and I brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even as newborn uh, uh, I mean unto babes in Christ I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto you were not able to bury it, neither are you able, uh, now are you able, for you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envy and strife and division, uh, are ye not carnal and walk as men? Uh, you think about that. How, you know what? How can you tell? Uh, well, you know what? When there's envy and when there's strife and when there's division tonight, uh, that's when we are carnal. What are we uh, uh, of the flesh, of materially, of worldly tonight? Uh, uh, you think about that. The strife among them. There was envy among them. There was division among them. Uh, and the result in abundance of a carnal, a carnal. Uh, in the church, and the church was rendered absolutely powerless tonight. You know why a lot of churches ain't got power? is because they got more carnal Christians than they got spiritual Christians tonight. We need spiritual Christians. They ain't worried about what somebody else has got. They ain't worried about the strife of fussing and fighting. Why? Because when we dwell together in unity, that pleases the Lord. And what did the first church do when they come together and the Holy Ghost, they begin to sell the things they had and they begin to take care of those that was there. Why? Because they was in one one mind and they was in one accord and they was out. They were spiritual tonight because church, uh, uh, when the world gets into the church house, we need to look out uh, uh, because you know why a lot of splits happen? You know why a lot of trouble happens? Uh, uh, we get our mind off of spiritual things and we quit living spiritually uh, and we start becoming carnal. Thinking about self, envying this one, and fussing and fighting with this one, and all this, and we don't need that tonight. And division, what happens? The Bible says a house divided cannot stand. You think about, and when that happens, it's not of God. It's where we let the devil come in and tear us apart. But if we got a heart of purity tonight, God wants His people to be spiritually, so that they might carry out a spiritual work. You know what Paul's saying here? Paul is saying that there's envy and strife and division and feeding on the milk are signs of carnal, being carnal instead of spiritual tonight. So you know what? If we begin, if we find ourselves, if you want to find yourselves, if you be, or if you are envious, or if you're stri uh, 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 strife, uh, strife among one another, division amongst one another, we need to realize we're not being spiritual, we've been carnal. And we need to get that out. Because what Paul says, if we are to be spiritual Christians and not carnal, then the fruit of the Holy Spirit is going to be working and manifesting itself in our lives. What is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Lack of the fruit of the Spirit will tell the story and label us as carnal Christians. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. You know what? There's no love in envy and in strife and division. Oh, there's no joy in that. 
peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against there's no, such, a, uh, uh, such there's no law. Uh, you think of those these here tonight. Uh, there are the fruits that we should desire to ex- exhibit in our lives tonight uh, and will enhance the spiritual walk in our lives uh, because right before that, in uh, verses 22 through 23, Paul describes the work of the flesh tonight. Uh, I say, you know what? Do you manifest the fruit of the Spirit, Christian? Uh, you know whether you manifest manifest bring to life when they when people see you and you know what do they see these fruits of the spirit do they see love and joy and peace and long suffering a lot of people they get their feelings hurt they're ready to quit that's not long suffering gentleness goodness just because somebody does you wrong listen think about this when the soldiers came to arrest Jesus and to take him Peter cut one of the soldiers' ears off. Did Jesus say, well, do you deserve that? No. What did he do? He was gentle. He was loving. He took the ear and put it back on. He healed a man that was fixing to take him and, 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 and beat him and do all manner of evil against him. But yet he showed the fruit of the Spirit. What I'm trying to say is tonight, you know what? When the Spirit of God is in us and we're living spiritual lives, uh, and you know what? It will manifest itself. And people, you know what? We don't have to walk around and advertise it. Uh, uh, but when you got a heart of purity tonight, uh, uh, then you know what happens is that the, 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 the pure heart uh, produces a spiritual walk tonight. Uh, I can't walk without Jesus. I, you know what? I've tried uh, I tried. Before before I got saved, I tried to clean my life up. I tried to do this and I tried to do that. Uh, but until Jesus moved in and I allowed him to come in uh, I, and to get a heart of purity, he could not use me. Even after I was called to preach, uh, until I gave it all to him, uh, he still could not use me. Why? Because I wouldn't live in the spirit. I was a carnal Christian. And we all been there in times past. But uh, you know what? Talking about having a heart of a servant Number two, the pure heart produces a separated walk. Think about this. Separation has become an evil word in Christianity. They don't like it in the church today. Because you know why? We need some separation among God's people. Because the world does. We're supposed to be separate. We're supposed to be different. Uh, uh, you know what? And, and we need to realize that tonight because you know what? Uh, I, I, I've been back in the workforce for going on three years uh, and I've had people tell me they go to church, they're Christian. Uh, and even when I was in school, uh, you know what? Uh, my, my FFA teacher, my agriculture teacher, uh, he said, I teach Sunday school. I teach children. Uh, he'd be out here telling dirty jokes to, the, uh, to us guys. Uh, he'd be out here uh, not showing the, uh, you know what? a spiritual life and a separated life. I wouldn't want people like that teaching my kids. But you know what? You know, you can say cursing deacons, unfaithful, uh, uh, you know what, people unfaithful, people like they go out here and they drink and they act no different than the world uh, when they end the world. And then when they come to church, they try to act different. But you know what? We need to be separated, not only in the church, uh, but when we out here in the world. We need to be separate because it is not possible to live for the world and live for God at the same time. And I know this is not popular, and people don't like this, but this, 
in order to be a, have a heart of a servant and be the servant you need to be, we got to have a pure heart. And we got to realize, because it says in 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 17, Be ye not unevenly yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? And what part hath he that believed with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them. Be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. What's that tell us? Christians ought to be, listen, Christians ought to marry other Christians. Uh, think about that. Christians ought to go into business with other Christians. Uh, uh, Christians ought to dress and act like Christians tonight. Uh, uh, you know what? Christians ought to refrain from the things that will hinder their testimony uh, and tarnish the, 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 the local church tonight. Uh, uh, when we go to do things that we ain't supposed to do, you know what? We say we we members of, of Pilgrim Free Will Baptist Church are we members of another church? If you know what we do wrong, we're not only reflecting upon our testimony, we put tar we tarnish in the house of God. And people say, well, if they can go down there and do that, we ought to be separate. We ought to be different tonight and have a pure heart that we can be a servant of God tonight the way we need to be. Because you know what? The Lord has instructed us to come out from among them and to be separate in verse number 17. Also, God has always called upon his people to live holy lives. Now, that don't mean we ought to act holier than somebody else. What it means is, in 1 Peter 1, 15 through 16, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be you holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. A newsflash here tonight, separation is an accomplished from the outside, it is from begins in the heart. If the heart ain't right, then nothing else is going to be right. We got to get the heart right. We got to get the heart pure. And if we got the heart pure, then it begins there. And, li and living a separated, a separated life means we are living and conducting our lives. Uh, not according to what my man says, not according to what this denomination said, not according to this, but according to what the word of God says. That's how we do it. Because the Bible says in 1 John 1, 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin tonight. Think about that tonight, from all sin tonight. Only a life that is lived in a separated manner can enjoy the fellowship of the Lord. Because what happens when we do wrong as a child? I remember when I was a child, my mom Man, my dad worked, my mom took care of us, and I knew what time dad got off. He, most of the time he got off at 4 o'clock. He was home about 4.20, 4.30. And you know what? I couldn't wait to see him until I was in trouble. When mom would say, wait till your daddy gets home, I would think, whoa. And you know what I would do? I'd hide. I didn't have good fellowship with dad because I knew the fellowship we was going to have, I didn't want to be part of. But you know what? I'm, that's the same way with God. If we're not separated, we know we do wrong. And you know what? And so many times we we lose that fellowship, and we and our heart is not pure. And we got to get that pureness out because the devil tries to separate us. He, he don't like us. You know what? Because and you think about Denimus uh, was Paul's fellow worker. But you know what the Bible says about Denimus? Uh, he forsook the Lord because he fell in love with the world. 
And I'll be honest with you, if we're not careful, it's easy to fall in love with the world. Even as a Christian, we can fall in love with the world. And Jesus taught the perfect, listen, doctrine of separation in John chapter 17, verse 15 and 16. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So you think about that. You know what? We're not part of the world. And we need to remember that, that the pure heart produces a spiritual walk and a separated walk. People, we are to be peculiar people. Or we're to be different people. Not saying we're better than anybody else. Why? Because all we are is we're sinners saved by grace. And we've chosen God. And you know what? He can do the same for them. But they need to see the change in our lives. Not only that, the night, but the pure heart produces a satisfied walk. You know why people's not satisfied? They're not got a pure heart. They try to hold on to the world and hold on to God. And you know what? You can't do that. Can't and not be happy. Because you know what? The Bible says only Jesus can satisfy the longing soul. He's the only one. The world can't. Psalms 107.9 says, For he satisfied the longing soul. And fills the hungry with soul with with goodness. Our soul, you know what? Think of our souls are always in a hungry state. We always hungering after something. The thing is, is what we feed our souls will determine what kind of spiritual nourishment we get. You know what? Jesus fills the longing soul. With, with soul with goodness and satisfaction. Denimus forsook Paul, having, listen, having love for the present world. Uh, many are forsaken. They have love while they feed their appetite. Their soul is craving. And whatever you nourish it with, that's what you're going to come out with. The world ha- feeds on three things. The lust of the, the uh, listen, the, 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 the lust of the flesh, which is that which we, we can touch. The lust of the eye, that which we can see, and the pride of life. Longing for position, for power, for wealth, and for comfort. That's the world. Think of it. The world feeds on these things. Never in my life seen where so many people are longing for positions and for power and for and for wealth and for comfort. They'll do anything. They, they'll, they'll spend their last dollar trying to get rich. But you know what? I got all that from John, 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loveth the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the, and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of the Father abideth forever. What's it saying there? The world will pass away along with all the lust of it. Did you hear the did you hear the rich man when he was in hell when it's when it, in Luke 16 that he lust after what he saw did you know all of his lust that he had in this world it was gone all he wanted was what something he needed he wanted water he wanted water he he wasn't worried about position he wasn't worried about fame. He wasn't worried about what his eyes saw. He wasn't worried about what he could touch. He all he was all that was passed away. But the Bible says that the person who does the will of God abideth forever. We do the will of God. Jesus leaves us His peace, His lasting peace. Think about that tonight, because it says in John sixteen thirty three, "These things have I spoken unto you." 
that you may that in me you might have peace. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Living for Jesus will always be satisfying. Because you know what? You've never once you've got once you've had Jesus, nothing else will ever satisfy you. You'll search for it, you'll go, you might even go for it, but it will never nothing will satisfy you like Jesus will, because spiritually Jesus satisfies the soul as water satisfies the flesh, and as food satisfies the physical body. That's what you know what Jesus does for us spiritually is just what food and water does for us physically. You think about that. Saved people are spiritual beings. And it takes the spiritual things of God to meet our spiritual needs. The world no longer has anything to offer to one who has been washed by the blood of the Lamb. Has nothing. This world has nothing to offer to me. I'm not saying there's not tempted. The Bible says sin's good for a season. And it is it, you think it's satisfying, but it ain't satisfying. You still, you just keep searching. Tonight, the last one tonight, the pure heart flourishes in the service of God, in the service of the church, excuse me. The service of the Lord will extend, intend to meet the needs of God's people. What is the service? Singing, praying, preaching. What does that do? It all ministers to our inner spiritual man. I can't tell you the number of times I've come into the church house. I've been down. I've been out. I've had this worry. I've had this problem. And sometimes, you know what? Somebody get up and sing a song, and it just touches me. Somebody testify, and it just, it just feeds me. The preacher get up and preach, or the teacher get up and teach. And what does it do? It just satisfies us, it, and it makes us flourish tonight. Uh, and you think about this tonight, because normal worship is, you know what, we come in, we sing, we pray, uh, and you know what, we, we, we've taught the Bible, uh, and you know what, this meets the needs of our inward man. Uh, uh, you know what, food and, uh, and drink, it, it meets the needs of the physical man. Uh, but coming to church is like sitting around the table, uh, the dinner table, and just feasting upon what God has got to give to us. And that's what helps us. It takes spiritual food to feed a spiritual person. Folks, we desperately need fellowship with God's people. And I know we're living in a pandemic. We're living in a time where our fellowship has been broken a lot. But we need to use more, use more time in fellowshiping with one another. And, you know, we need to spend more time encouraging each other. Why? Because the Bible says, forsake not the similar self together in the house of the Lord is in the manner of some is, but exhort one another as you see that day approaching. That day's approaching, church. Jesus is soon going to come. We need to encourage, just hold on. Just hold on. Keep your heart pure. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Uh, why? Because uh, when we do these things, we find ourselves encouraged. You know what? Sunday was good. But Sunday's just, uh, and, and I'm not saying bad, Sunday was good, but Sunday's food that I ate, Sunday ain't doing me no good tonight. Not saying that that service is different. It can do you good for a long time. But what I'm saying is I needed, I needed encouragement tonight. I needed guidance tonight. I needed help tonight. I needed to feed my hungry soul tonight. 
you know what? I'm a person. I can't, I can't live off of one meal a day. Some people can live off of one meal a day. I can't live off of one meal a day. You can look at me and tell that. I've got to have several meals a day. I, can, I love to eat and all that. So, you know, that ought to be the same way with God. We ought to feast off the master's table that we may be what he'd have us to be tonight. Because you know what? I have never said in a service that I was not blessed in some way. Now, some are more blessed than others, but God blesses us. The Lord will speak to you in every single service of our church. I believe I, I believe I can guarantee that tonight. But it's up to you what you do with it. The Holy Spirit will move on your heart in every service and reveal and teach truth that we can use in everyday life. Because you know what? What I preached tonight, I've preached almost four points. I'm finishing up my fourth point. And you know what? All of them may not have touched you every way, but something in this message is going to touch each and every one of us. It's going to help us. And we don't really know, you know, and, and I guarantee that tonight. But tonight is, how is your heart tonight? Is it pure? Are you living and walking the spiritual life? Are you living a separated life? If your heart is pure before God, you will most definitely be satisfied. What are you counting on to satisfy you tonight? A lot of people's counting on different things to satisfy them. But I promise you, the only thing that can satisfy us is God through Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit. And you know what? If you're counting on worldly things to satisfy you, they may, they may give you joy for a, a moment, but... Jesus will satisfy you. He's the only one that can satisfy your longing soul. Are you being blessed by the services of this church? Ask yourself. Are you being fed the Word of God, and are you growing from the preaching and teachings of the Word of God in the church? If, if all these things are true, you know what? That's you, you, you are experiencing the heart of purity tonight. The first step in having a servant's heart is you've got to have a heart of purity and the only one that can purify your heart is Jesus Christ he's the only one in closing the pure heart produces a spiritual walk the here the pure heart produces a separated walk the pure heart produces a satisfied walk and a pure heart flourishes in the service of the church the Ford flourish think about that thrives you thrive God will make you thrive. God will help you. You think about that tonight. You know what? The pure you live. You know what? I know we all, and we all, we all do. We all sin and come short of the glory of God. Sometimes I, I do God so wrong, I feel like I'm not even worthy to stand behind this sacred desk. But you know what? God made me worthy through his son. And I'm glad we can go to him and ask for forgiveness. And when these things begin to build up in our lives, when we begin to see, we can see things warning ahead. If you begin to get envious and you begin to get strife, have strife among you and you begin to have these things happen, you know what you need to do? Division. You need to back up and say, God, you help me to have a pure heart. Because I want to be, I want to have a heart of a servant. I want to be able to serve God. And I want to be able to do things for God, whether I'm at work whether I'm at Walmart, whether I'm at a restaurant, whether I'm in the house of God, no matter where I'm at, I want to be, I want to be a sideline that I could tell somebody about Jesus. I remember one time a man asked me in the Walmart to pray for him, had tears running down his eyes. 
And he said, pray for me. We was up there at the front at Super Walmart. I said, okay, we're going to pray right now. We prayed. I don't always do that, but I felt led to do it that day. And we, we prayed right then. Do you know what? Because he needed help then. And sometimes, you know what? People ask us to pray. And you know what? I, we, we better off to do it right then because we, it may slip our mind. And we tell them a lie, so to speak, not meaning to. Because sometimes, yes, I know it's good to say, God, you know all the requests, and I have to say that a lot. God, all the requests that's been brought to me, you know what they are, and you help them. And that's good, but sometimes I believe we need to take and call their name. God, you help them. And we'll let, you know what, and satisfied. You know, a lot of times we think, well, if I had this, if I had that, you know what, you could have everything in the world and it not satisfy you. And you could have nothing in this world and have Jesus and have all the satisfaction you need. Tonight we're going to pray. Sister Angel's going to come and sing another song if she'd like to. We're going to pray. And you know what your need is tonight. Do you want to have a heart of a servant? This is the, you know what I brought up? I talked about the heart, giving our heart to Jesus. That's the, that's the valentine we can give to Jesus. I said something about that Sunday. And the first, uh, the first of February, I brought a message on Wednesday night on uh, Jesus loves me, this I know. Now last Wednesday, I preached on a different thing. Uh, Jesus has a plan for victory. But tonight, you know what? A, a heart of a servant. I want to have a heart of a servant tonight. Do you? If you follow these steps, this is a first step in having a heart of a servant. And you know what? You know what you need to do. Let us pray. Father, we love you tonight and we thank you for your help. We thank you for your strength tonight. We pray something's been said, something's been done that will, Lord, encourage us, help us to live spiritual, not carnal, not, not after the worldly things, not after wealth, not after the flesh, but live after you. We pray for each and every individual listening to us right now, those that's going to be listening later, whether they're listening by Facebook or they listen by podcast. Whichever way it is, I pray to use these songs, the words of these songs, Lord, the reading of thy precious word and the word that's been preached tonight, to minister and to speak to hearts and lives tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. As she comes and sings, think about this. If God spoke to your heart, if he spoke to your heart, then you just do what he have you to do tonight. Because he's good to us. He will help you tonight. So listen to the song. Think about this. Bow your head where you at and ask God to help you. Take it. 
through. And so before you think that you're too lost to save, remember there is nothing greater than grace. What do you say to someone whose life is on the line? See, they're unsure what happens at their last breath in time. And what do you say to someone who's built a wall you can't break through? It's so hard for them to hear the truth. But there is no valley. There is no darkness. There is no sorrow. Greater than the grace of Jesus, there is no moment, there is no distance, there is no heartbreak, He can take you through. And so before you think that you're too lost to save, remember there is nothing greater than grace. No darkness, there is no sorrow greater than the grace of Jesus. There is no moment, there is no distance, there is no heartbreak. He can't take it through. So before you think that you're too lost to Before you think that you're too lost to save, remember there is nothing greater than grace. I will say it's been my honor and my privilege to be able to come into your homes or wherever you may be. And I thank you for taking your time to listen. I enjoy trying to preach the Word of God, and sometimes it's easier than other times, but God always gets, it's all about Him. And I'm just so thankful that God's so good to us, and God's been real in our lives, and we're coming up on 11 months in this pandemic, but you know what? I believe there's light at the end of the tunnel. God's God's got this, like we've said, for a long time. We just don't know. God's got a plan. God's got a way, and I'm just so thankful that he's made a way for us, and he's still making a way for us. And We love each and every one of you. We thank you for coming this way listening. I pray that you listen to it all. Thank the good Lord for Sister Angel coming and sing for us, and uh, Brother Scott for always coming and running the sound, and, and just for the Lord meeting with us. And I pray your heart's been blessed. We're praying for you. You pray for us. And uh, if you get without power or you need something, let us know. We'll try our best to do what we can to help you because especially our elderly and our seniors, but anybody, you know, just let us know. We'll see what we can do if we can get out. 
And uh, so just pray one for another. And uh, if you're a church member tonight, or if you or if you know somebody that's elderly and uh, or need, just make sure you check on them, uh, especially the next few days, because you never know. They might you might be in your warm house and might be have this and that, and they might be sitting down there and not have no heat or nothing. But you know, just check and see if they need anything, because that's what we're family. So let's do our best to help one another. We love you tonight. We thank you for coming this way. Till Sunday morning at 10.30, good Lord willing, uh, unless we come on and uh, do, uh, do something before then. But we love you. We're praying for you. And good night and goodbye.